Roger Meister. Welcome to the Fresh Football Cast. My name is Kyle Floyd, and I am joined today by my esteemed co-host, Eric Humphreys. Uh, just one of us today, and uh, we are going to be uh, getting right back into the swing of things after a much-dreaded international break that felt like it lasted uh, half a season. Um, so, uh, Eric, real quick, how are you, sir? Uh, sounds like you've had a pretty hectic week, but uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to some of the action and uh, what should be a guaranteed win for your Chelsea Blues against Aston Villa, no? Yeah, uh, couldn't be more excited about the fact that that win might push us up into no European competition. So, uh, yeah, pretty pumped about that. But the international break did show us more of the magical Dimitri Payet, though, so I can't be too upset about it. Well, and uh, to be quite honest, uh, Dimitri Payet was not the only, uh, uh, well, I guess, up-and-coming Premier League star that, that shown uh, through the through the international break. N'Golo Conte getting a first goal uh, in his first cap for France and uh, Jamie Vardy scoring quite an outstanding backheel goal. So uh, the Barclays Premier League uh, talent has been on show over the international break, uh, which is, you know, a testament to the quality that are in some of these sides. Um, so, but, uh, it is finally over, uh, for now, we're going to get back to the premier league and, and some champions league. And, uh, quite honestly, there are some intriguing Europa league fixtures ahead of us too. So, um, but let's go ahead. Uh, our show today will be primarily focused on the, par- the, the premier league, and, uh, we are going to be doing our, uh, weekly wagermeister betting portion as we try to pick all of these, uh, this weekend's games correctly so that we can become rich and famous and well maybe not so much famous but definitely rich and uh yeah so we'll get right into it so the first game this weekend uh aston villa chelsea as i mentioned uh chelsea heavily favorites eight to fifteen uh versus five to one for villa to win and a three to one for a draw um eric i i know i can't let you pick this one and uh i pretty much gave my pick uh, in the introduction i think that Chelsea are are a bet to win this one. Villa literally has offered absolutely zero confidence uh, and and any inspiration to any of us, I'd imagine. Uh, So I I feel very strongly that Chelsea will pull through and get us an early win to to start our streak of parlay predictions this weekend on the early match. So we will mark Chelsea down for a win at 8-15. Next up, uh, one that I'm, I'm excited for, uh, Arsenal and Watford. They've met already once in the league and once in the FA Cup, and uh, they meet here for a third time this season. Arsenal uh, favorites at home, 1-3 uh, to three versus 15-2 uh, to two for Watford to get a win, which, based on the run of play, is probably not that far out of the picture. But, Eric, I'll let you go ahead and pick this one. Who do you have for this? Yeah, I think that uh, Watford's form has turned a little bit for the better recently, Uh, especially Agallo actually scoring against Arsenal in the FA Cup has really kind of put their team back on the upswing. They've been playing some decent football. All that being said, Arsenal's going to win this game. And uh, if you ever needed more of just a little bit of confidence behind that pick, Arsenal's just far enough away that they'll still win. But if they were only down two points, they'd for sure lose this game because it's (laughs) Arsenal. Yeah, definitely. I, I see where you're coming from there. So we will mark Arsenal down for a win at home at the Emirates. Uh, one to three. Uh, so far, our odds are very short, but 
they seem to be two very solid picks, I think. Oh, we're cashing out after that. Oh, we're we, well, we, out. we very well might have to because uh, as I was looking through this fixture list, there are a few that I was uh, quite uncertain on. So uh, we'll move forward here. Eric, I got another one for you because I cannot pick this one. Uh, Bournemouth versus Manchester City uh, at the Vitality Stadium. Uh, Bournemouth are um, are not favored to win this one. Actually, Man City one to one odds to win, and uh, Bournemouth thirteen to five. Man City has not been playing well as of late. Uh, they've been uh, hurt with a lot of injuries, I think. And Bournemouth have looked very uh, attractive, I guess to say the least. Uh, defensively, they might have some issues in, in letting a, in a few goals. But who do you have for this one? Do you think Bournemouth can pull out the upset? Well, I'll just start off by saying that I think the odds are off on this. Um, you'll hear my pick later, and it falls in line with those odds, and I'll explain why that is. But I can't believe that Bournemouth at home is that far off on the odds against a Man City team that's clearly sputtering. Um, that surprises me. I do think Man City will win. Uh, I don't think that Bournemouth having the best player in the world in Matt Ritchie and his beautiful left boot are going to help them in this game. I think, like you said, they're a little bit lax defensively. Uh, I fully expect KDB, Kevin De Bruyne, to be back in the lineup. Uh, when he's back in the lineup, they're just a flat-out better team. They're far more dangerous. For all of Sterling's directness and Silva's kind of sneaky interplay, De Bruyne pairs both. He's an extremely dangerous player. He's one of the best right wings in the Premier League this year. And if he's back, I fully expect him to take three points. Well, I couldn't agree more about uh, De Bruyne. He's been uh, quite a quite a signing uh, and uh, like I think Dimitri Payet has been um, a bit unsung in in relative terms, uh, considering their injury problems this year, um, maybe more so uh, Payet. I think uh, I, I, I've heard you say in the past that he probably deserves a, a pretty hefty shout for player of the year and that yeah. West Ham might be in the title race uh, well, had I, he I, been healthy. I and, think you can look at two things. I think you can look at Payet and see that they're only a point down right now. And I can't. I find it hard to believe that that Payet doesn't earn one point for them over the course of the five to six games that he missed. And then certainly. you look at De Bruyne, and because companies hurt every year, that's the first thing that people go to. They default to saying that Man City are struggling because company's not there. Let's not forget Kevin De Bruyne, man. Their offense really, and I mean Aguero's still brilliant. There's no way around that. But in terms of their flow as a team and the overall team attack looking dangerous, it's really, really been poor since De Bruyne got hurt. So I, I think they're more equal than people will give credence to, if that makes sense. Definitely, yeah. And uh, and he's really uh, proven just in terms of numbers. His goals and assists speak for themselves. And uh, in a midfield, I think, that has really lacked uh, with, with Yaya Torre being a bit out of form. And Silva uh, maybe coming in a bit uh, short from, from his normal expectations. Huh. De Bruyne has been uh, fantastic. Uh, did you have something there? Uh, no, I just liked the short joke. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I it was unintended, but uh, I will take full credit. You should. Um, so we will uh, mark City for a win there, one to one odds. So we still haven't uh, really, really picked any uh, out of you know out of the question ones here. But uh, let's move forward. Norwich versus Newcastle. Uh, it seems like these relegation six pointers are just rolling in right when it's most crucial uh, for these teams to be getting points. And uh, Norwich versus Newcastle. Um, I think I may have jinxed Newcastle and Sunderland a bit a few shows back when uh, when we were discussing who of those two would stay up, 
because we kind of pegged Norwich to go down, and I and I made the joke that well, the way we've been picking things this season, Norwich would probably be the one to stay up, and the other two would stay down. And since then, uh, Norwich have pulled out some some pretty impressive results with a draw against Man City and a win last week. Uh, so who do you? Oh, I guess this one's me. So I'll take this one. Um, I, I do have to say that this is a tough one for me. But given the way that Newcastle have been, uh, they've been struggling uh, tremendously. Uh, four losses in their last five. And uh, I have to say that I think I like the, the momentum that Norwich have right now. So I think I'm going to back the Canaries uh, at 6-5. to five. Um, So we will mark down Norwich for a win there at home. Uh, next up, Eric, I got Stoke versus Swansea for you. Uh, Stoke, obviously, without uh, the incredible Jack Butland, who suffered an ankle injury, uh, I believe a fractured ankle, and and that's the second England goalkeeper to go down with a with a leg injury in just a, about two weeks or so. Um, how how much of a part do you think missing Butland is going to be for the Stoke side, considering? I think Stoke, uh, or I, I guess I think Butland has probably up there for most saves I, in the league. He has the most saves in the Premier League this year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought so. And now, and now, check was honest, on. Fabianski's probably up there too. Yeah, he absolutely is. Uh, check was on pace to have more before his injury, in terms of had they played equivalent games. But Butland's been fantastic this year. Now, having said that, if there was ever a game where not having him <laughs> is not a big deal. It might be against Swansea. I have a I have a feeling I have a feeling that has something to do with Swansea getting a win with zero shots on target before the international break. Uh, but so who do you have for this one? Let's mark this one down real quick. Uh, I have a Stoke win, and uh, I think that in terms of Jilfie Sigurdsson being really only the only dangerous player for Swansea, in my opinion, he's the one who's kind of the hub of the team who everyone plays through. I think that Gianluca Mbula is going to have a really big game. And uh, he's been doing well getting forward, and I think he's really going to bunker down today and kind of almost man Mark Sigurdsson out of the game. And that'll allow the Arnautoviches and Jose Luz of the world to run forward and do what they do. So I'm picking a Stoke win. All righty, well, Mark it. Yeah, Mbula has been uh, probably one of the more promising signings out of the winter transfer window, and he really has looked like he's dominated just about every matchup in the midfield this uh, this season since since arriving at Stoke. Uh, so we will mark that one down at 11 to 10 odds, being the home team at the Britannia, which is always tough. Uh, next up, uh, I will pick this one. We have Sunderland, uh, who are also fighting for their lives, versus West Brom, who, as we mentioned before, have probably checked out and are already thinking about which resorts they're headed off to this summer uh, for holiday. Uh, so I will pick, uh, we have uh, Sunderland at 11 to 10 as well. And uh, West Brom 13 to five to win, which is surprising. Uh, Sunderland at home, sure, but uh, I don't see them as favorites against West Brom. Uh, but I mean, I guess West Brom uh, did end up losing to uh, Norwich City, I believe, last uh, last time out. So it's tough, but um, I actually think I see this one ending as a draw uh, with 11 to five odds. Um, I'm gonna mark that down because I think that. Uh, both of these teams struggle in certain aspects of the of the uh, of the game, um, and West Brom just don't offer enough going forward. I think they're a little more sure at the back, but they just don't don't offer enough going forward to uh, to eke three points. So I will mark a draw for this one. Were you going to say something? No, I 100% agree with you. Okay, uh, I just wanted to. We hadn't picked a draw yet. I was getting a little bit nervous, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and then I saw Sunderland West Brom on the fixture list, and I knew that the soccer gods had created that draw for us to get was, our odds up. It was, uh, yep, it was staring us in the face. Uh, 
So uh, our first draw, and uh, we will mark that. Uh, next up, uh, I got uh, West Ham versus Crystal Palace for you, Eric, uh, at the Bowling Ground. Crystal Palace been struggling uh, continually uh, since the new year, really, and uh, show no real signs of, of any resurgence. And, and West Ham, on the other hand, are are contending for a Champions League spot uh, along with the likes of Leicester City. Uh, uh, imagine that. So uh, who do you have for this one, Eric? Sometimes there are games that you need to break down the matchups. And sometimes there are games where Crystal Palace has been the worst team in the Premier League for the last three months, battling with Aston Villa. And uh, West Ham are one of the best four teams in the EPL with Dimitri Payet in the lineup. And uh, if he's on the lineup sheet, I'm going to go with a West Ham win. Feel pretty comfortable about it. <laughs> I have to agree. Uh, so we will mark that down. And, and you have to imagine that that would be an enormous result for West Ham, uh, especially given the uh, the opponent of, of one of the other games coming up here, Man United, who they have to face. Um, but we will get to that shortly. Uh, the last game on, on Saturday's list here is Liverpool versus Tottenham. Uh, one that I think we are all looking forward to. And uh, I, I think this one, maybe we, you and I should uh, discuss and come to an agreement on uh, because this one is uh, a very intriguing one and one that could end up on the knife's edge a bit with Liverpool being at home. Um, my gut tells me Spurs win, and that's simply because they've been, in my opinion, the best team in the league, um, especially in recent weeks, pulling out some pretty, pretty good results. Um, and, and I just think that, especially given the form of some of the, the young English players uh, over the international break, I see that carrying over into this one and, and Spurs really pulling out a, a very, very big away win. Eric, how do you feel? Well, first off, it's always fun when you really feel like there's going to be a high-level football match on the docket. And uh, Liverpool have kept excellent possession this year, and obviously Tottenham have been like a mini Barcelona in the EPL in the terms of the way they moved around the free flowing style of play that Pochettino likes to implement. I thought that this was going to be a draw. And then of course, per usual, you'd never guess it. Philippe Coutinho is a doubt for this weekend. And I just can't see them against that vaunted back line, even with Vertonghen out still, I can't see them without Coutinho really being able to break that down. So it kind of turns into if Tottenham scored two goals, I think they're going to win. And uh, last time I checked, Marc-Andre Ter Stegen still plays for Barcelona. And uh, Simone Mignolet still plays for Liverpool. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tottenham 2-1 win as well. well I, will, I will confirm those uh, facts for you. That is correct. And uh, I think that uh, I think Spurs winning is, is definitely a, a solid choice given the way that both teams have played. Liverpool a bit inconsistent I guess you could say over the course of the year so uh, at 19 to 10 odds um, I like those odds which is, yeah actually quite surprising now that I'm looking at it uh, being the away team that's that's decent odds at almost two to one to, for Spurs to win so we will mark that one down moving forward to Sunday's matches um, one that Justin pointed out a few weeks ago for us to keep an eye on and one that I'm sure that Pochettino will be watching on his Sunday off uh, Leicester City versus Southampton. Spurs hoping that Southampton, who have uh, been in, in decent form lately with, with Ronald Koeman um, really kind of turning things around after it went a bit sour uh, midseason, uh, versus Leicester City, who, uh, uh, who will be at home and who have been getting the results, but maybe not so convincingly. Um, 
I think this is another one that we should discuss, Eric. Uh, and as I was looking at this one earlier, my gut told me that I think Southampton really could pull out a result here uh, and, and get a win. But this Leicester side... Man, it is a story, and for some reason, there's a little tiny bit of me that just thinks that Leicester can at least get a point. Do you think that that's possible, and if if so, do you think they can get the full three? I think that Leicester will get the full three here. Um, I don't feel 100% confident about it. Like you said, Southampton have been playing some pretty solid football recently. And uh, what really gets it for me is that Fraser Forster, I think, is a fantastic goalkeeper. But where I feel he does struggle is those big lumbering guys, they really struggle in terms of through balls and making those decisions and coming out and cutting down angles and things. And when you look at Vardy and Okazaki running at that back line, I think that could spell trouble for them. Uh, I think that Vardy's going to get through. I think he's going to carry that sick, sick goal that he had for England, carry that form hopefully into the Premier League. I think he's going to net one this week, and I could see a 1-0 win for them. Uh, that's a, a very good point, uh, especially uh, that that's why we value you and your your viewpoints, Eric, as a former goalkeeper. It's tough, um, man. It's a, <laughs> when you're that big. Trust me, it's tough to cut down those little fast guys. It's hard. Definitely, and uh, and it would be nice for Vardy to. Uh, it's been a while since I've really since he's been consistently banging him in. So it'd be nice for him to get a goal. Um, I do have to say that for some reason I I don't. Um, I don't know. For so, I just I can't figure it out. They haven't been quite doing it for me lately, Lester. But um, they have not looked convincing. I, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I could and, easily, I could one hundred percent see. And this is kind of a cop out. First off, for the record, if we were to actually get all eight games right, we would no longer have a bet placed <laughs> in terms of this game. We would be correct. cashing out. Correct. But I could see it both ways. I do not think Southampton will outright win this game. I'd be very surprised if they did. Yeah, but um, I can easily and, see a one-one draw. Yeah, uh, well, and one uh, thing that I noticed, uh, I was thinking about is is the international break in in years past and how it would have affected Leicester. But now we're looking at uh, a decent chunk of Leicester's side that was away uh, at international matches over the last two weeks. Um, you'd think that they'd be able to get a rest there, but they've been still at it, and and you just wonder how that's going to wear on some of these players. But um, but I, I think we're, I think I'm okay to mark a, a Lester win here at 23 to 20, just about one to one really, um, as, as pretty decent favorites to win this one. So we'll mark that, uh, next up. And while well, last of the weekend is man United versus Everton, one that has big implications on the top four, as I said earlier, and Everton who, well, I guess you could say both of these teams have been uh, very inconsistent throughout the majority of this season. Uh, this was one of the ones I pegged uh, when I was looking at this list as one that could be on a knife's edge. It could go either way. The bookies have uh, United favorites to win just under 1-1. One to one. Uh, Everton around 3-1 to one to win. Um, I, uh, Eric, I'll let you pick this one because, to be honest, I, I just don't know. This was one of the ones that, that I looked at and I just couldn't decide. Um who do you have winning for this one? I'll start off by saying that I think this is the best matchup of the weekend. And I'm not talking about that one team versus Everton. I cannot wait to watch Chris Smalling and Romo Lukaku go at it. <laughs> Talk about probably one of the best strikers in Premier League this year. I think there's no doubt about that. And then just they're both so powerful. They're both so big. They really play the same style of game just on opposite ends, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you see that strength go versus strength, that's really fun to watch. 
Uh, and I mean, Smalling's been amazing, but I'm going to go with a Manchester United win. And I am going to say they're going to win because David De Gea is really good. And that's about as much of a gut feel as I have on the matter. I just <laughs> think he's better. This is the yeah, kind of game he'll win. Oh, I, I, I don't think that uh, the title of game changer is anything new for De Gea uh, this season. So I think that is a very uh, solid choice uh, based on that reasoning. So uh, we will mark United down. Um, and you have to imagine that Lukaku might be uh, creeping over towards Daily Blind a little bit. Oh, uh, you'd have given, to hope. Given that matchup. But, but I'm the, sure nice, Smalling... the nice thing about Daily Blind is he'll move farther out of the way. Right. So that Chris Smalling can continue to defend him. Right, right. I mean, he'll just be like, he'll be looking over at Chris going, come on, let's just, this is your guy. You better take him because I'm not doing it. <laughs> so. Yeah, he'll say, hey, man, I got De La Feu. And then Chris <laughs> Smalling will say, De La Feu's on the bench, though. And it'll just be Daly Blind just standing right next to Gerard De La Feu on the warm-up line. Oh, goodness. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so we will we will mark United for a win there, uh, just under 1-1 one -one odds. It seems like, for the most part, our odds are going to be pretty short. Unfortunately, since we don't have Mr. London, Jack Pepperell with us, we are unable to legally place these bets, but we will post those in our Wagermeister article on our website at www.freshfootballcast.com. Be sure to check that out and, and uh, try to keep up and see if we uh, get all of our picks right. So we would like to thank you for joining us after a long, dreaded international break. Uh, we're happy to have the Premier League back and happy to have you guys back with us. If it's your first time listening, please be sure to Tune in again next week uh, as we uh, review some of the biggest action of the weekend and, uh, of course, bring our uh, Wagermeister picks next week uh, and try to get rich, uh, hopefully again, <laughs> after this weekend. Um, but uh, thank you again for joining us, and uh, this is the Fresh Football Cast signing off. Hey, everybody. We'd love to stay in contact with you guys online. Be sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram at real underscore fresh FC. That's R-E-A-L underscore F-R-E-S-H-F-C. And you can check out our Facebook page titled Fresh Football Cast. Head over there and give us a like. And you can check out our blog at www.freshfootballcast.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.